This is the evening edition of the Daily Podcast Practice Show for Friday, January 14th, 2022. I'm your host, Rich Grimshaw, and I'm putting the P in podcasting by practicing the art, the craft, and the sport of podcasting. Good to be here practicing my podcasting skills, and thank you for being here with me on my journey to complete 365 consecutive daily podcast episodes in a row, a journey I began 328 days ago on February 20th of 2021. Two days ago on this very same podcast, we visited the question of an apocalyptic dystopia. The question was, which apocalyptic dystopia do you think is most likely? And since then, it occurred to me that I left out one really possible scenario, one with a pretty high probability, and that is a a solar storm, or more precisely, a super flare, which is an extraordinary amount of 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 radiation that is ejected from the sun, usually in a stream of plasma. So there's two things that need to happen. First of all, the sun needs to have this ejection of plasma, but secondly, it needs to get directed toward the earth. So those two things make it kind of an outlier, but it's still a, a possible scenario, okay? And if this happened, it could very easily cause a sudden and catastrophic total annihilation, destruction of the power and the communications systems here on earth, on terra firma which would then set the stage for war, pestilence, and famine. It could also, in an extreme case, take out the ozone layer, which is not good for the long-term survival of Homo sapiens. Really not good. It's probably okay for the cockroaches and the aliens, but not for you and me, all right? So, so that is one more possibility of the extraordinary apop... Jeez apocalyptic dystopia that hadn't occurred to me before. I wanted to share that with you today. I hope it brightens your day just a little bit. I know it did mine. The friendly folks at nationaltoday.com have another list of stupid things to celebrate today, and I'm just, I'm not going to go there. I am not into, for example, the Feast of the Ass Day. You could go a couple different ways on that, but this is supposedly a medieval Christian feast day that commemorates the Israelites' flight into Egypt. And I don't believe it. You know, I went to a Lutheran school from kindergarten through ninth grade, and I never heard of it. They didn't teach us to us in catechism class, so it just can't be true. But if you're curious about it, I have a link to it in the notes, and you can follow that. And, and don't take my word for it, you know, do your own research. On this day, January 14th in 1501, Martin Luther, the German theologian, founder of Protestantism, and for whom the Lutheran Church is named, entered the University of Erfurt at age 17. And Erfurt is like, mm, I think it was East Germany. No, well, maybe not. I, I'm, I don't know. Erfurt is wherever Erfurt is in Germany. But I'm thinking that when he entered, he did not have a new MacBook Mini when he checked into his dorm that day. Maybe he had a new quill pen. Maybe. I don't know. Also on this day in 1907, an earthquake in Kingston, Jamaica killed more than 1,000 people. And in 1967, 60 years later, an earthquake in Sicily killed 231 people. 
So folks, don't mess with earthquakes. Just don't do it. On this day in 2022, that is today, the United States Geological Survey, the USGS, reported 13 earthquakes in the lower 48 states and Alaska. The largest were two of magnitude 4.6 in the western Aleutian Islands of Alaska. And also we had a magnitude 2.7 in Kansas and a magnitude 2.5 in that area around Petrolia, California, that continues to be kind of active. And on this day in 2022, that would again be today, your host, Rich Grimshaw, appeared as a guest on the penultimate show of The Simple Joe podcast, which you can find over at thesimplejoe.com. Tomorrow, January 15th, is the final show for Simple Joe's podcast. Well, maybe not the final show, but I should say it's the last show of his first year. He set out to do 365 episodes, and tomorrow is 365. He did one episode each day for that time, for one year, which is not easy. It's not, but he did it. And that in itself is, how shall I say, a Herculean achievement? No, maybe. I would put it in the class of being a heroic achievement. It's it's a milestone. And maybe, who knows, maybe that will be his epitaph. Maybe that will be on his gravestone. But because he decided to do that, he and I have become friends, and so I'm glad he did that. Also, on this day in 2022, that again would be today, your host, that's me, took a day off from working for his capitalist overlords, a day off with pay, mind you, and Jan and I and our dog, Dudley Doodle Do-Right, went to Fort Yargo State Park in Winder, Georgia. That's why, not... (laughs) W-I-N-D-E-R. It's not Winder, Georgia. It's Winder over in Winder, Georgia. Okay. And we did a little trail walking. It was a great day and it was a beautiful day, but I'm, I'm beat. (laughs) I am one tired old man. I'm just saying. Let's go to a birthday today. Born on this day in 1963. That would be, uh, 10 years after the year I was born in 53. In Atlanta, Georgia, the American film director, producer, screenwriter, cinematographer, and editor, Steven Sonderberg. Steven is the guy that uh, that came up with, well, he, he, he did the whole thing, the, the movie Sex, Lies, and Videotape, which was pretty sensational in 1989. And I know the title, but I've never seen it. I, I don't know anything about it. I just know this guy was born in Georgia on this day, and that's why I picked him. But he wrote the screenplay for this on a legal pad during an eight-day cross-country drive, which in itself sounds interesting. I'd like to know more about that. The movie itself tells the story of a troubled man who videotapes women discussing their lives and sexuality and his impact on the relationship of a married couple. It was a worldwide commercial success. It grossed $37 million dollars on a production budget of $1.2 million. And depending upon his investor's arrangement, Stephen either did really, really well or really, really poorly. I'm guessing he did okay. The movie has a catchy title. Never seen it. Maybe I will someday. And boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, that is all for today. As I said, I am a tired puppy and this is all I can do. Let's wrap this up. Uh, let's wrap it up in, 
Let's wrap it up here. I've got this uh, nice glossy four color uh, thing of the trails at Fort Yargo State Park. We'll wrap it up in that and stick a fork in it because it's done. I'm Rich Grimshaw, and you are invited to join me again tomorrow. Thanks for listening.